Fantastic. Well, welcome to our conversation about what is worship. We have been exploring this in the context of the pandemic and lockdown. We began thinking there would just be a couple of conversations and it just keeps going. And the more conversations we seem to have on this, the more there seems to be to talk about. So I am joined today by Edgar King, all the way from Kenya. It is so wonderful to see you, Edgar. And um, in a moment, I'll have you say a little bit more about who you are and where exactly you live and all of that. But um, I just wanted to say that this is going to be our season finale for this round of What is Worship, finishing off with Edgar. Um, but because it's been such a great conversation to have and because there's still so many more interesting people to talk about, we will come back again in the new year with season two with some further conversations about what is worship. But Edgar, thank you so much for joining me. Actually, this is our second attempt, isn't it, to try and make this happen. We had some technical issues before, um, but hopefully today we will manage to get a whole conversation recorded. And um, I'm so excited that you've given up another portion of your time. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you and what do you do? Yeah. Um, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Edgar Awar King. So thank you, Harmony, for inviting me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm recently I've been using my African name even more often because <laughs> I realized um, a lot of people know me as Edgar King and it's confusing. Where, where do I come from? Uh, so um, I'm in East Africa, Kenya. Uh, I lead a, a small vineyard church in a city called Nakuru. Um, it's a, it's a cross-cultural community with people from different nations, people from different people groups in Kenya. Um, and I've been a, a serving serving in in the church community for me started as a worship leader mm -hmm. while singing and then i guess i started with playing the keyboard and my dad went i think he did something and so that's how <laughs> i got introduced to the worship team and i stuck there yeah and i kept i kept going uh lord this is all i have to give you you know if i had a cold or anything and i couldn't speak what else am i going to give you mm -hmm. uh and and it it shaped my dreams even when i wanted to go to college i was going can i be a doctor and still lead worship can i be this and still lead worship so that's that's my uh, background uh still lead worship passionate about uh, uh, uh pouring into worship leaders here at home and uh yeah and now you are also the lead pastor aren't you of a of the church as well as worship yeah. leader um so yes. i think i'm excited to hear some of your reflections as well on um the pandemic and the last time we tried to have this conversation yeah. you you were yeah. just kind of started back to meeting and so tell yeah. us a little bit about what your church was like before the pandemic and then a bit about what it's like now. Sorry, I, I lost you a bit. Okay, tell us a bit about your your community before the pandemic, and yes. so we can get a, a flavor for what what it was like. And then tell us a bit about what it's been since the pandemic. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so um, before, before the pandemic, uh, I, I, I've often said that it, it's such a blessing to be in a cross-cultural community because I feel like it's, it's a little foretaste of heaven. Uh, it's a little foretaste of just what, what it is when the kingdom of God is fully here with every people, tongue, tribe, and, and nation. So we, get, we got a bit of the, of the, uh, what, the tension of being together. Like, how do we communicate across cultures? How do we sing across different cultures? And, you know, even words could be the same, but they mean very different things from one culture to another. Mm-hmm. Humor is different, you know. Um, so there was that, uh, you know, love just, uh, but then there's, and then being in the, in the heart of Africa, not exactly, but I use that expression, there's a lot of Africanness that comes with it. You know, someone sees you walking uh, through the gates and they're just running to hug you and you're not sure, well, we've just met, is it okay? And um, uh, tea times, tea times go forever. After the celebration, we'd have tea together. They just go on forever. And, and I like that. And, and uh, the worship was a worship part of it was a journey uh, because uh, we sing in different languages yet even the national language of Kenya is just one of many other languages Kenya has. Mm. It was, it was interesting. And so being most Kenyans being multilingual can switch from one language to the other quite comfortably. Mm -hmm. Yet it's always interesting for me to note that every time we sang in, in um, a local language or even in Swahili, which is our national language, Mm-hmm. the room would just lift up in, in voices and expression and dances sometimes and they don't need the screen anymore mm-hmm. and so there's that and it just it comes alive yet we also don't want to not invite people from different nations who are also part of our family so it's always this interesting balance we have to do mm-hmm. uh, Yet, um, and the other thing I, I always love is, is even seeing people from different nations look at the celebration that, that, that the Africans have and go, yeah, this is bringing life to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, what, uh, that's a bit of what it looks like. A friend, and, I just, and I'm, I'm, I'm careful when, because uh, I think it's possible for people to get for human beings to get addicted to the, to the, to the, uh, when God is present in worship and we're aware of it, sometimes we get, we start worshiping that. Yeah, yeah. Yet all, yes. Yet it's always such a blessing when gathered in worship, you do experience that. Yeah, mm-hmm. So uh, a, a friend, a friend of mine uh, one day said, it's, Every time we come to church, it's like we're in a conference. It's just so so powerful, and and I like that. I like that 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 even obviously it's not every week, but for most weeks, because of um, I think because of God's uh, just generosity and His love for, for His people, and also the 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 blessing of being different cultures and just mm-hmm. walking this tension together mm-hmm. and the blessing of it um it's amazing what 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 worship is like in that room mm. um, 
and it it's it's it blesses my heart when even people i was talking to a lady the other week and she said she was she had quit church she was she loves jesus but she didn't want church but one day she just thought i'll visit this church because some mm-hmm. friends go here and and i like it when people walk into church and say i think there's something i'm not sure what i feel but i th- there's a presence here so that's that's what it was like that's so when the pandemic hit like how how do you how do you do this with just cameras and mm. and we were going to just go iphone uh and and then there's a tv crew in our city that said they want to also be part of blessing the city so they asked us if they could air our our uh, sunday and yes like so that was a blessing we stepped into that in faith and god has been providing for for it since then and so it was it was odd like how do we just do this on with no one in the room just us and mm-hmm. we were trying to n- not meet a lot because we wanted to make sure that we are available to serve so we want to make sure we are safe enough so that when when we're called in a moment of service we can be available mm-hmm. so the team and I would would meet only on Friday and then get together on Sunday very shortly. Mm-hmm. And um, so we tried, uh, we'd sit down just to mirror, because most people at home are watching sitting down just to, to say to our people, yeah, we, we, we're being with you in your living room as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And, and some, some of those Sunday, I, I was amazed at how, how generous God is even in just visiting um, us even in that empty room. Mm -hmm. And so even at that moment, assuming that it was the same for those who are watching, because it got to, it got to points that we knew that the room is empty, but we knew that, you know, God is here with us. Yeah. That's so yeah and even through the struggles with sound because mm. it's hard doing sound for a live stream mm. uh, so sometimes we would just go home going wow we're glad god visited mm. and then we listen to the live stream going oh my word did we send this out there <laughs> um, <laughs> i think we probably all feel that it's been a shock to the system hasn't it to have yeah. to watch ourselves back and listen to ourselves yeah. so much so yeah that's a great I, I love that somebody came alongside you guys and said hey let us help you yeah that is so yeah. beautiful and then the last time we spoke, you were gathering again with your community, right? You were meeting for in-person meetings. Is that still happening? Yeah. Yes. Um, so the, the government has, has come up with some more rules since yesterday. Okay. Uh, just because we're also facing a second wave. But thankfully, they've still allowed churches to meet. We're still supposed to be only a third of capacity. So okay. we've been going on, and um, at the time we were talking for the first time, we had just done, we were either about to just start, or we had done, oh no, we had done like three meetings. Mm-hmm. And the past two meetings were, you know, everyone is unsure, they're sitting down, because it's weird, before they would, they would come in, have tea, talk with each other, hug each other, but now they have to come in, sit down, 
wait for 15 minutes before we start. Mm-hmm. And so the first two weeks were just odd. Yet people started warming up. Um, and by the time we were talking, I remember that the Sunday before there was just this burst of celebration and hearing people sing back mm-hmm. and, uh, through their masks. It yeah. was just, it was like home is coming back. Um, <laughs> and then obviously after that, the, you know, there's the excitement that people are allowed to go back to church again. And then there's the realization that they have freedom to, again, not come if they don't want to. <laughs> So, so, you know, there was a bit of that, you know, people start staying at home, people start coming, uh, and also just because this season has been drawn out too long, so Mm -hmm. sometimes you feel like grief is back in the room. Mm. Um, The team that's been doing this has been doing this almost a whole year with, with a few breaks in between. So you can tell that they're also quite exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and when things opened up a little bit, there was a, you know, those spirits were lifted. And then when things start shutting down again, as, as cases go up, um, in our, our county is now one of the leading places of the outbreak. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I know a few people in our church, they had, they, they were never in our in-person gatherings, but they've tested positive. So it's sometimes it's just a wave of grief. And other times last weekend, again, it's funny. We're talking about again, right after another just amazing time gathering together. I was looking through the hall and just seeing people with their hands lifted, some kneeling down, some trying to shout through the, through the masks. Like, <laughs> You know, so it's, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's celebrating when we can, when, and, and how we can, Mm -hmm. and it's sitting in grief and, you know, also just walking through what it means to lead now and, or lead worship now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And so our conversation focus really is about what is worship and i'd love to hear from you some of the things that you and your team have learned about what worship is in this season yeah yeah Mm. um so one of my my go-to ways of of talking about what worship is and even last time we're talking about it it's it's like it's it's how to be in love uh, and respond in love it's you know it's um and so sometimes that comes out in a song mm-hmm. and i think sometimes you hear a song and you go yes that says exactly how full of joy i am or yes that says exactly how sad i am mm-hmm. or yes that says exactly how angry i am mm-hmm. uh so i feel like just worship is just how we we are in love with God. We, we give our love. We, we learn to receive his love. Um, and so it, it, it expresses itself in, in, so when we learn, when we learn God's generosity towards us and, and, and it invokes generosity in us. 
um, when we learn of God's kindness in us and it invokes, uh, it evokes kindness from us. Mm. And, and so then there's a special way that, that songs of worship then kind of gel all this together. Because even two lovers have special songs, whether they're musical or not. It's like, ah, that's our song. So I think worship songs have that special place that just gel it. Um, and in different seasons, as individuals or as a community, we have our songs with God. We go, yes, this is, this is our song, Lord. Um, and I think he, I think God sits with us and, and, and dances with us, you know, if, if it's a very celebrative song. I just have this image of um, sometimes here, people just start dancing in circles and, they, you know, they form like a train and the hall is now in chaos. And I, I just see Jesus there, you know, running with everyone else or the kids are running all over the place. You're just hoping they don't hit the cameras. I think Jesus is just <laughs> celebrating. And, and there's also times when it's just, hey, this is my pain. And I think Jesus is also sitting with us and even singing over us because sometimes we, we just don't know how to sing. Mm. Um, so, so specifically in this season, um, we, we've, been, we've been fortunate to be able to still sing almost throughout, like even in the moments where, when it was just the team, because I know places where singing has been banned. So we've been very fortunate. Uh, yet it was important because I imagined that, that we could get to that place. Mm -hmm. It was important for us to ask ourselves, how else can we express worship if we lose the song? Mm -hmm. and um and so it was i think it's helpful to to have gone back to okay this is this is love it's giving love and receiving love mm -hmm. and so how how do how do i intentionally get to the place of communicating love to the people god has given me it, it's very intentional it's thought out sometimes it's spontaneous and so we went into a lot of uh, lectio divina, uh, a lot of a lot of reflective stuff, a lot of scripture reading, wow. as form of worship. Wow! P partly because I found it awkward trying to lead worship over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, in inviting people to let's just sit in silence or let's read this scripture several times uh, poetically. And I've, I've found that I, I read even with, with, um, with voice changes if characters are changing in, in the scripture. Because um, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to invite my team, I'm trying to invite my place, uh, myself to a place of I will intentionally bring myself to to saying, I love you, Lord, and even learn to receive your love, even if I cannot sing. That is really well said. That is beautiful. And were some of those practices new to you and your team, the Lectio Divina and some of the things that you were describing? Was that something brand new to you? Um, to, 
they were brand, uh, the intensity in which we did them was brand new. So these are things I'd talked, we'd done with the team before, but we were never doing them every week we meet. Yeah, yeah. The first time we did them, it was just, hey, here's another tool you could use alone. Mm-hmm. But this year it became, hey, here's a tool we have to use together. Mm. Even as you use them at home. And we even, you know, taught, taught them to the church again over, over, over Facebook because I was hoping that, because sometimes people find it awkward to sing together at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, here's one thing you can do together, and we did it here with with the with the families that were locked down in our compound, which was it was at the beginning it was awkward because we never even gathered to pray together. But all. we started this journey of reading the Psalms. We 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 journeyed through the Psalms and 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 the Book of Matthew, and we'd read the Psalms over and over again. So the intensity uh, and regularity at which we did them was new, <laughs> or even doing it together as worship, that was new. That is so beautiful. And and what do you think now that you've done that a little bit? Has it has it helped? Has it has it been good? Would you keep doing it? What do you think? Yes, I think even when things go back to something we recognize a bit more i hope i hope we keep this Mm. because it was a different way to to express and receive love and it was also a laying down of um of something that we we easily uh I, th- I think sometimes the singing, and it's beautiful, but we easily can can make it the thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was good to put it away. And so that even when it comes back, it has its rightful place. Mm. There are ways that, that I felt uh, God move that I haven't experienced in in songs. Can you describe that a little bit? Um, so for example, when we read the Psalms over and over again, I, 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 I would hear God say, this is what I'm inviting you to Edgar, mm. as opposed to when I'm busy just singing and, and, you know, then I'm, I'm aware, oh my word, God is here. And sometimes we don't have times of silence in, in our, in our sets. So we're just busy pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And even when we're aware of God's presence, sometimes we feel like, okay, now that God is here and I'm aware of it, I just want to keep pouring out. When, when we were, say, reading scripture, I, I was sitting back and asking, okay, God, what, what are you saying? Mm. Sometimes it was, it was comforting. Um, Sometimes it was rebuke. Sometimes it was encouragement. It was exciting when, uh, when again, we'd hear each other. Because if I'm a worship leader, oftentimes people are hearing from me. But if I'm doing a, a, um, a scripture reading, 
as much as it's not let's preach at each other when someone says this is what the holy spirit uh, brought to my attention sometimes it goes oh my word we're all the priesthood of of believers rather than the one who's on stage is the priest and and that kind of thing so those are special things that i i hope we our team will keep even moving on that is amazing and interesting you should mention the priesthood of believers because in the vineyard everyone gets to play which is kind of our way of saying that right it's such a high value and i think one of the key ways that we do that when we come together is that we all participate in singing so i I know i felt concerned i was like oh no but we're supposed to be everyone playing so what happens when we can't sing so i think it's really encouraging to hear what you're saying that actually there are other ways even in other forms of worship that allow that level of participation and everyone can still play which is really encouraging so the other thing i would love to talk to you about as it pertains to worship is celebration and I would love to hear from you about celebrating through this time of grief. You, you used a phrase, I think you said, you know, grief is in the room. You know, grief is in our rooms. Yeah. Grief is, grief is in our world right now. So um, we've talked a little bit about lament in some of these interviews, but I wonder if you could talk to us about celebration because that is a strength that you have. Um, it's not a strength that we are known for in the UK and Ireland necessarily in our worship, although we do we do celebrate. Um, no. But when you describe that kind of dancing and stuff, <laughs> I have rarely seen that. That wouldn't be a normal <laughs> occasion, a, a thing that we would normally see. So talk to us a bit about celebration, especially at this time. What are you learning? Yeah. Um. <laughs> So at this time, uh, I, I see glimpses of, of what I recognize. So, and sometimes it's, it's, it's just fully blown yet, yet restricted just because I don't know what I would do if, uh, if on our Sunday gatherings, they hold hands again and they want to make the jam. Oh, the government will shut us down. I, I don't know. Uh, so, it's, and just to give you a picture of, of, of where we're coming from, you know, you start one song of celebration and there's elations in the room and someone's jumping and, and especially for our worship nights, uh, Sundays are sometimes a bit more reserved because you have more more onlookers, they're just trying out church. And uh, when we have these worship nights, it's just crazy in the room. Sometimes it, you know, uh, I'm trying to respect people's time. So I, I ask the team, let's stop at 7.30. And then the whole crowd is, is shouting, we're not done. We're not. And, um, amazing. Yeah. And, and I, I, I love it. And what it has looked like in this season, uh, when we started, like I said, people are a bit more, resu- they don't know what it's like being in church now. Mm. Uh, yet, uh, so it, it's been very important 
for our worship team to always make sure we have a song that is a song of celebration. Mm -hmm. uh, in the same way, in the same way, it's important that we have a song of lament. Um, and sometimes we don't have a song of lament in the set, mm -hmm. but a song of celebration is a, is almost an always. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, actually, we, we, I've often talked about we need to have celebration. We need to have um, uh, adoration where we just like, this is, this is who you are, God, and a song of response where, okay, and this is how we will respond. Um, mm -hmm. And so I've, I've always invited our, our, our worship team to always have a song of celebration, mm -hmm. partly, partly because uh, sometimes singing that over ourselves and declaring that actually brings us to that place. Right. Um, and, and so not only are we joining people who are in celebration because there is someone who just got free of COVID, there's someone whose family just got healed. Mm -hmm. So they're in celebration. So not only are we joining them, even though some of us are feeling grief, we want to, celebrate with those who are celebrating because it's a mix of all that so and so yeah so we want to join those in celebration yet we also want to speak to those who are grieving speak to ourselves who are grieving and try bring ourselves to that place of celebration those who cannot sing we're singing it over them and for them mm -hmm. um and from time to time we were doing this song so good to me by Corey Asbury mm -hmm. and and so from time to time I would hear someone <laughs> shouting in the crowd you know I think Kenyans have a weird thing of adding parts of a song that weren't there it's like <laughs> yes if only the writer put this in there so there's a there's a part they go oh 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 yeah and our people just from nowhere just started adding this shout of hallelujah Oh, I and it. I haven't heard it in a long time. Mm -hmm. Last weekend, I heard someone do that shout again. Mm -hmm. I'm going, it's not part of the song, but I'm going, wow, it's so good they're home. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not as, as crazy and that good chaos that I was used to, but it's what we can get to today. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we encourage that. Um, so I think... Yeah, I think it's right now it looks like freedom to to crack that little smile for now mm. to, to do that little shout because even as as you know they're shouting behind masks so it's not it's it's being restricted and all that they cannot run around um but it's allowing for it's allowing ourselves to get to It's, it's intentionally making sure we can uh, sing in celebration right now. Mm. I loved what you said about it's what we can get to today. I think that that is a really helpful way of thinking about it, actually. This is the level of celebration we can get to today. But there is, there is a lot, you're saying there is, there is a tension there between the grief and the celebration, but there is something we can 
get to today yeah. and it's worth trying to go there is yes. what i hear you saying um, which is a real challenge i think um and a, a good challenge to us to to not stop celebrating in the midst of really difficult times and you know many people are talking about how much worse it's going to get economically and you know second mm -hmm. waves and all of that and yeah. um yeah. and and, and a lament is appropriate but i also i love what you're saying that um celebration is also appropriate to the degree yes. that it's appropriate on that given day um and i love what you're saying about every every service in a pandemic not yes. pandemic there is celebration in your community and i think that's really really powerful um I loved, I am going to ask you about this, Edgar. This is something you said in your very fabulous interview with Adam Russell. So a shout out to the Ferment podcast and Vineyard Worship USA and a really interesting conversation you had with Adam. But you talked about celebration and intimacy and yeah. um, maybe even just a couple of comments on that. You don't have to unpack the whole thing, but just, just a few <laughs> words on, on celebration and intimacy because I think... The truth is, Edgar, I think so many of us are trying, we're, we want to see diversity in our communities. We really mm -hmm. want to see that. Um, we want to explore new ways of worshiping. We don't want to just get, you know, kind of locked into one way of, of seeing things and one way of doing things, one way that things sound, right? Um, but, but there is a tension there, not just between the lament and the celebration, but also what we would traditionally think of as intimacy and worship in the vineyard um, and then celebration and the way your culture it expresses itself and you talked about um songs of celebration and intimacy yeah. is there something more a couple more comments even on that from yeah. you and your experience and you've been to our worship gatherings so you know you've seen the difference between how you guys worship and how we worship yes um I, I just sitting here as as we've been talking, and I, and I feel like um, celebration is part of intimacy. It it has to be because because once I am fully known and fully seen and fully accepted, and the Father is here, then I can just. It, it feels like like every weight is lifted. Uh, not only has my father accepted me, but he's moving close to me. He wants to be here with us. It's, it's, you just jump. Um, there is a little girl staying uh, in our compound with her family, and she, she's just a blessing. So when she meets strangers, she's very quiet. And then once she is in a place where she feels safe, she's running all over the place. And I feel like it's a bit of that. Once we we realize how close the Father is to us, we get this freedom to just, I want to run, I want to jump. And and I know that not everybody expresses themselves as that. Um, uh, so so some of it is cultural. Some of it is is we haven't allowed ourselves for 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 some people the understanding of intimacy it's 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 laid back it's quiet 
-hmm. So we, we have to get away from that because actually intimacy allows all that the quiet moments and the loud, crazy moments because we're with the Father. Then some of it is uh, a personality thing, uh, and that's okay. So there's someone who just celebrates by just having this grin on their face. They should feel ready to do, the, to do that, while there's this other one just, just won't stop talking. They should feel free to do that. Some of it is cultural. So then I think... I think our culture is more dancey and, and, you know, hey, it's always sunshine except for this month. <laughs> so I, I, I think how we get there is then we sit together as family mm. and, and we open our doors wide as much as possible. And we, 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 and I, I've often used the word give permission and now I'm struggling with it because I think, I, th I think it's home for all of us. Mm. So if there are, if there are say West Africans around uh, a certain church in the, in, 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 in any place in the West, they should be allowed in and, and, and for them to bring everything it, it means to be West African just as the, the the Brit comes in and brings all that it means to be British. Mm -hmm. And so we start infecting each other. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I have this uh, friend in the UK and, and when he comes, he, you know, he is very stoic, if I could use that word. He, yeah. he is in the presence of God, but he's just standing there. Mm -hmm. But when he comes here, you see him break a move. It, you know... It wouldn't be a complete outburst like what's happening around, but it's beginning to, you know, to move him. And so I think it's that we, we fling wide our, our gates and say, come home. And even here in Africa, we fling wide our gates and say, come home. And it's okay for you to stand if, if, if that's you know just stand stoic if that's you but you belong here and so i think i think it's a bit of that moving away from the idea that intimacy is is quiet and timid and uh, not timid just quiet and and stoic so mm -hmm. accepting that intimacy actually comes with an outburst of celebration and then allowing different forms of celebration into our expression of celebration into our room. That is so powerful. And I really hope that someday soon, sometime I can visit your church and then you can watch me and see if I'm stoic or start moving or, you know, what happens. Moving. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really love the way that you described that. That was really helpful actually. And, um, I think the way that you talk about it is very, it is very welcoming. It's very open and um, it's so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I wonder if Edgar, you would be so kind as to um, pray for us, pray a, a prayer of blessing. We, we want to become more celebratory. I think we want, we want that kind of freedom that you're describing. Also, I think as leaders, we want to we want to give that permission. We want to give that freedom to others. And 
you know, I want to be the kind of leader that if someone from another culture comes to our community, they are, they are very welcome in every mm -hmm. sense of the word. <laughs> and if that means it looks slightly different than the worship I'm comfortable with, then, you know, I want to grow and be stretched as well. And I think many of us, we're in a growing, stretching place right now with this pandemic, right? We're rethinking everything. What is worship? What does it look like? How do we do it when we can't sing? What, what should we lament? Should we be celebrating? Um, and so I love what you've brought to us about celebration. I think it's absolutely relevant. And I know I've found myself at times when I sit down and I worship and I sing something over myself, yeah. at the, especially in this season, it's it is transformational, um, especially songs that are talking about who God is in the midst of all of this. And, um, you know, we really need that. And um, so thank you for bringing that to us. And I know that you live it. That's the thing. You know, I can see and I know you well enough to know that the, there's a authenticity in what you're talking about. And I've met people from your community and they say the same things about your church and how powerful the worship is. So I know that it's real. I know the Lord is really with you guys. Um, I'm so encouraged and I would love for you to pray for us. And we're all learning about Zoom prayer too, aren't we? You know, that the Holy Spirit can move um, mm -hmm. through this. And so please, would you pray for us? Would you release that? you carry about celebration and welcoming people. Would you release that to us, Edgar? Jesus, thank you. Yeah, Father, I just, I just want to just do a little bit of silence with, with ev anyone who would be listening. I'm seeing uh, it. It feels now that that things are shutting down, and that's what we're seeing. But I just saw this image that God is actually expanding things, mm -hmm. um, and and Lord, I pray that you, you do expand our our boundaries, um, just as believers, as your children. Um, and as worship leaders and pastors yeah lord i i just pray over 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 worship leaders hearing this that actually celebration will expand it it feels like we're being pushed into a corner to contract and and, and yet yet your kingdom is breaking out even now and celebration will expand to where we can get to to just the joys of every day, the blessings of every day, the, the, the slow kingdom coming, we can celebrate. Father, I pray, I, I pray for, the, for the worship leaders listening now um, that you'd give them the, the boldness to just step into that place of pastoring people through celebration. 
I pray for ideas. I pray for new songs. I, I just pray for an anointing that will accompany their, their, their live streams and when people gather again. Yeah, God, God just releases also from, from the fear of just being just full of joy and celebration and letting go. And let's, let's just surrender into your arms. I pray for boldness that, that um, the Lord, we will, we will open wide our doors to every, every part of the family that's surrounding us. Um, whether that's when we gather or in involvement in our live streams or just in the neighborhood, Lord, we will just open wide our gates and even sit through the discomfort of, of uh, the, the tension, the discomfort of what we're not used to. So we just, that the, the, the church is blessed by the different fruit you've given different cultures. So come Holy Spirit. Lord, even, even as we sit in the tension of grief and celebration, I just pray that, that, that pastors and worship leaders will, will faithfully walk with you through that as they invite their communities in, into that place. So for, for the vineyard churches in the UK, I just, I just released the, the gift of celebration, um, which is just part of the, of the intimacy you're inviting us to. It's, it's part of the freedom of, of you being close to us. It's part of the freedom, Lord, of, of you loving us and saying we are your own. It's part of the freedom of you saying that even in this time you're with us. So Lord, release celebration even and especially in this time. Oh Lord, and especially in this time. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. That was that was really powerful. We re we received that, and thank you so much for sharing your heart with us, Edgar. Um, it is is such a joy to get to talk to you. I just say yes and amen to what you're saying and bless your community as well and everything that you're doing and so for those of you that are listening in thank you so much for joining us we'll be back in the new year with further conversations on what is worship see you soon bye